All right, it's lucky number 13. Welcome back to Cherry on Top. It is it is Al here alongside my favorite gal pal. Introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Han. The reason why we say 13 is a lucky number around here is because it is indeed my lucky number. Yeah, Han, tell them your birthday. My birthday is October 13th. I was yeah. born on Friday the 13th, so 13 holds a very special place in my heart. Yeah, mine too now, and I just, like, love it. It just makes me feel, like, so much cooler that I know you, so. Well, I appreciate that. So, cheers to episode 13. Um, You know what time it is. Yes, I do. It, it is, is time, time to bitch. You have got to be kidding. Baby, where is it? Well, that's just the cherry on top. Ah, <sighs> my oh my. Although it was a rainy day, it was still a good day. I agree. Sometimes, like, I love when these rainy days hit where you don't really want to go anywhere. And if you do, it's like a short little trip um, to, you know, the store. And then you just come home and you, you just... can just have the excuse to stay in and get yeah. shit done or be lazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's always a good excuse to be lazy, I'd say. Yeah, but we were both productive today. Yes, and very much so. You know what? More importantly, guess what? We're on summer freaking break. Summer vacation. That's right. That is damn right. Well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Well-deserved. Like, our job's so difficult that they have to give us two months to just fucking chill, <laughs> Get it back bro. together. <laughs> right? Like, y'all need to get it together because we're about to do this shit mm. all over again. All fucking over again. And it's going to be even worse. Just kidding. It'll be a whole lot better because it will not be this year. But, uh... <laughs> Touché to that. And, you know, it'll be our fourth year. And that's my lucky number. That so. is... So, you know, I don't know. I think I think year four is going to be great. And we've learned a lot these past three years. So, But for now, let's enjoy the hell of whatever break and dedicate more time to the one and only Cherry on Top. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. Hell yeah. Let's, let's get into these topics. You well, want to? I would love to. All right. This is topic number one. When your charger stops working. Now, this can be a computer charger, phone charger, any charger you may think of. Yeah. Topic number two, when the fire alarm goes off. And topic number three, when a bird shits on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, just wait, Al. Just wait. We'll get there. Don't worry, hon. I'm, I'm, I'm not even ready, so we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But, of course, we're going to jump all the way back to topic number one and start you off with when your charger stops working. We all know that pain. If you have some sort of electronic device in your fucking home. So, Han, tell me why it sucks. Well, I like to say that you go into G.I. Joe mode and you start hunting for another charger. (laughs) It is like G.I. Joe mode. I I feel like you, like, immediately, no matter what you're doing, like, especially if you're laying down, you spring up and you're like, okay, where did I last see a charger? You get destructive, like, things are coming out of drawers, things are coming out of baskets. Right. And I often find myself, like, looking in spots and then looking in spots specifically where I've had my charger once and still think it's in that spot Mm -hmm. and not the new spot, you know? So I'm really just effing myself. (laughs) And, like, sometimes you 
think you only have maybe you know you only have one charger and when it's broken you're going on this hunt and you know like there's probably no fate but you're just really really trying you are you just start keeping the hope alive somewhere but i mean if you have one charger come on man you know like like take some stress off your shoulders Mm -hmm. and invest invest the 20 bucks if you can in a second because it, it it's worth it and honestly getting to the next point this could be a life or death situation you know I don't I don't know there have been few times where I've been in a situation where my phone has been dead and I'm like you know not in the not in the great spot and I need to get a hold of somebody but there have been a few that I've been a little nervous and if I don't have a charger and my phone's about to die you know, or like turning something in, like your computer dying before you have to turn something in or finish something, you know what I mean? Life or death. Life or death at that point, especially in college, especially just in life. Sometimes if you get yourself in sketchy situations, Mm -hmm. which try not to do that. Yeah, please don't do that. That that, that would be, that would definitely be best for everybody. Yeah, that would definitely hinder, hinder the whole process Mm -hmm. for sure. So moving on, I feel like at the end of the day, you're going to have to fork up some money to replace this yeah. broken thing. And to think about, I mean, obviously, sometimes it's your fault if it's broken, but sometimes it's not your fault. And yeah, which just, sucks even yeah. more. And, the, you know, things such as chargers just get worn so quickly. They do. And it sucks because when you live in, like, a household with more than, you know, like your parent or parents and you have siblings, dude... My charger would always get taken by my sister. We'd swap, you know. So, at the end of the day, I didn't even know fucking charger was mine Mm -hmm. until my mom started writing, like, our names on them because, like, legit, it's what you had to do. So, it's frustrating because half the time, like, I bet I was just using my sister's charger Mm -hmm. and hers was just, like, a piece of shit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very frustrating. And they're not cheap. No. I mean, like, granted, yeah, you can go to Walgreens or CVS or somewhere and get, like, a $10 one, but... Yeah, but that breaks so quickly. Right, so then there there you are forking up another $10 yeah, exactly. when you could originally just, just spend spent 20, 20 on whatever. On the Apple one, if you and have an Apple product. Yeah, if you have an Apple one, you know when it says it's, like, not unable to connect to device or something like that. And yeah. You're like, this like, works. Yeah. Like the this charging works. thing is like unable. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. It's not a good sign. Unable to support or whatever. Grabs the rice, throws phone and rice. Like yeah. I didn't even get it, it wet. wet. Like what the hell? <laughs> like, it, like honestly, it feels like that though. Right. It does. You get desperate. And ugh, what really sucks. I hate this the most is when you put your phone on the charger and you think it's charging and it's not. Uh, I've, there's been multiple Scary. mornings when I've woken up and my yeah. phone's completely dead. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? That's my alarm system, bro. Yeah. I know. It's scary as fuck. And I'm like, I plug this motherfucker in. This motherfucker is plugged in right now. What the hell? Yeah, I have I have a personal experience that comes to mind. And, like, uh-huh. it's kind of like a pro-con because, so, Jake, he has this... Um, charger that is like just the one that you sit your phone on and which I thought like oh that's cool as fuck like awesome and so I use it and like I got used to it but a few times I would wake up and my phone would be on like 11% I'm like what the fuck babe and he's like 
you have to sit it like on a specific spot and hear your phone ding mm. or see th- there's a red light on the side and that and has make to sure be the lit. Light's on. But there have been so many times more recently where I just like, you know, I'm tired going to bed, like falling asleep on the couch, then making my way upstairs mm-hmm. to our bedroom and then just zonking out and thinking that my phone's charged. And yeah, absolutely. It's not it's never a good thing and then again if you wake up and you're late for work that's a whole oh, other situation. it's a whole other thing benjamin got me one of those uh what a chargers like yes. you're talking about and the issues i was having with it was if my phone was below 10 percent, it wouldn't charge so like i Ooh, if i plugged really? it in it was at eight percent it wouldn't charge yeah so there'd be mornings i'd wake up and my phone was like at three percent and I'm like whoa what the fuck so I hate that shit yeah yeah it's finicky and yeah it just I'm sure there there are more improved ones now but Mm -hmm. you know yeah whatever whatever works there was one time this girl that I used to be friends with she said that her and she was a little bit of a liar so like lord knows if this is the truth but it's I guess a good story to tell so she had like a macbook computer and um the she said that the charger for it like broke and started like sparking across her floor. <gasps> what yeah. the fuck? I know. Hard pass. Hard pass. But like I said, she wasn't like the biggest truth teller. So oh, not not the not the biggest truther. Yeah, not the biggest truther. So like you know, take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, but, take it for what you will. You know, maybe not super seriously, but let's just say you, I didn't see it myself. That's fair, right? <laughs> and seeing is believing if you think that. So so just interpret it if yeah. you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? It's time for some fun freaking facts. Yes, I agree that it is. I nice love that alliteration. Facts. I just had to give it a big pause. Some fun freaking facts. Alright, start us off, Miss Han. So this comes from tellereport.com. The article is Is fast charging harmful? Six facts you need to know about your phone's battery. So this is something that they have to say. Okay. You may have thought about making your phone battery drain completely to help the battery reset its charging status. I definitely personally have been there. Um, But this is not a problem with modern phone batteries, according to CNET. Wow, I've never done that. Yeah. Like, I never would have thought to do that. um, There was one time my phone... It, it wouldn't do anything. It wouldn't let me into it. It wouldn't let me turn it off. The only thing I could do is get to my pictures and f- turn on my flashlight. That was it. And like get to Weird. my camera. That, it was it. Yeah. So I had to like drain the battery. So that's the only time that I've like tried to do that. But Touché. I can see Touché. where people yeah. would, yep, that would take sense. that there. That makes sense. Then it says, in fact, discharging the battery to zero. Oh, wait. Discharging? Is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, discharging the battery to zero may cause chemical reaction that overall may shorten battery life. Oh, chemical reactions in your phone. That does not sound That does great. not sound good. Another hard pass. <laughs> yeah, another hard so one. So no for me. <laughs> if you want to keep your phone battery if you want to keep your phone battery healthy for a long period, plug it into the charger when it has an estimated charge of about 30%. Okay. So a little bit of a solution that in there, too. But Normally, when mine hits 20, like, when, when my phone reminds me, mm-hmm. that's when I, like, know to plug it in, if I've been on it a long time. But those are really good points. Yeah. I, I just, I thought, that, you know, it definitely would keep me from wanting to purposely drain my battery. Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Do you mind if I do the next one? Oh, go for it. Okay. So this one I'm really excited about. It's kind of similar to the one we did last week that you did for me, like oh, the, me- yeah, yeah. the myth or fact. fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind of similar, but this one's from Reader's Digest, which I just find fabulous. And it is 11 phone battery myths. You really have to stop 
believing. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to read you the myth and then I'm going to tell you the truth. Okay, cool. Okay. So I have two. So the first one is myth. I shouldn't keep my phone plugged in overnight. Here's the truth. Smart technology stops your phone battery from charging after it's full. If the battery drops back down to a certain point when it's still plugged in, the phone knows to start charging again, says Sergio Flores, electronics engineer for Samsung. This way, even if you are charging your phone overnight, the battery is only being charged when it is necessary, Mm. he says. That's really good to know because I have worried about, like, you know, I always plug my phone in when I go to sleep. Sometimes I don't even think, like, my phone could be at 60 or 70, Mm -hmm. you know, and plugging it in and thinking, fuck, like, I don't want it to get to 100 and then just, like, heat up and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that's comforting to know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I have one more for you. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Myth. One app can't take that much energy. Here's the truth. Just one app could be sucking up a ton of your phone's battery. Sadly, one common culprit is the Facebook app. A lot of apps, like the Facebook app, do things in the background even when you're not running it, says Nichols. The app is constantly checking for messages and status updates and refreshing your feed in the background, he says. Some Android users have even reported that deleting Facebook apps help their apps other apps run 15% faster and save 20% of their phone's battery lives. Keep from running to your charger as often by deleting the app and checking Facebook through a web browser on your phone instead, mm-hmm. suggests Nichols. So there you go. Interesting. You can still have the best of both worlds. Yeah, the best of both worlds. That way you can save your battery a little bit. So right. just in case your phone, your phone battery or whatever battery is closed or closed, oh my God. I got what you mean. It's broken. When your battery's closed. When your battery's closed. We're closed for the year. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like my brain's closed for the year sometimes. Oh, yeah, dude. I feel that. But you know what? It's summer. Well, those were some interesting facts, I'd say. I know. I was really excited about them. I agree. Shall we move on to um, our solutions? Yeah, the best part of the entire podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. The way she said that so nonchalantly. Yeah, I'm I'm anxiously waiting. Okay. So the first solution. Give it to us, Han. The first one we have is have a backup charger readily available. Yeah. So just in general, maybe if you go and have to buy one, go ahead, just buy two. Right. Because they, when you have, when you get your phone, they give you a charger. Mm -hmm. So you automatically have one. So just go ahead and spend the money that you would spend on this expensive ass case on an extra charger. Leave it in your car, you know. There you go. You know. And gets me to the next solution. Use a car charger in the meantime if you have one. Yeah. Because that also typically comes with the phone when you purchase it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. And hopefully you leave that in your car already. But if not, start doing that. So that way, you know, I mean, yes, you have to, like, run to your car and maybe drive around or something, but... But, like, you know, you do what you got to do at desperate times. Calls for desperate measures. I would completely agree. Absolutely. Can you read the next one? Because I wrote it and I'm really excited about it. Oh, wow. Okay. It says, grab a potato and get started on the sixth grade science project in DIY a charger. (laughs) You could straight up charge your phone with a potato. I'm certain of it. Okay. Well, how? Um, Certain wires and things. Okay, so you don't even know how. <laughs> I know that you can use a potato as electricity. Okay. 
I, I'm going to need a, a little bit more evidence. <laughs> Have you never seen Bill Nye or, like, been a part of a science fair project? I haven't done this okay, specific I'll, one. Not all of us do sixth grade math every okay. single day. All right. I don't teach math. Or I meant science. Okay. But it's fun, too. But, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I clearly can't give you, like, specific details because I haven't done it. But I know that there's a way to at least maybe light a light bulb or yeah. something of that matter. So... Maybe you could charge your phone with a potato. I mean, I'm not. I'm not completely taking it out of the realm of possibilities. Okay. I just. All right, just. Put, I just would have just, hoped that you would have given us a little more info. I just saw. I just saw it, and I was like, you know what? This might work if you're that desperate, like, and have a potato and some fresh wires around. Why <laughs> the fuck not? Some fresh wires. Why don't you just Bill Nye it real quick and do an experiment? Oh God, you are too much. Well. Someone's yeah. got to be. <laughs> okay. All right. You could also, oh, on the real, real, invest in a portable charger, um, kind of like the one we use for camping, mm-hmm. um, like a battery pack, and get some juice from that for the time being. Nice. Yeah. yeah that's leave a really that shit good. in your purse, car, whatever. Whatever things you keep with you. Yeah. Just throw that on in there with it. Yeah. Candy keeps, like, everything in this, like, little backpack. And so, like, anytime we go anywhere, I always know. I'm like, Han, can I have a wipe? Han, can I have this? Han? <laughs> I'm like, can I have a Big Mac with a side of fries and, and a large Coke? 95% of the time, it's in there. It's true. And I get it. You should get a Big Mac and put it in your bag next time. I, see I probably definitely could. Yep, I know you could. Mm, makes me hungry. I know. Me too. All right. What's our next solution? You could also ask a friend to borrow their charger because sharing is caring. Yeah. Your friend's going to be like annoyed that you asked. Yeah. But if they're a good friend, they'll let you. But like if they don't trust you that you won't give it back, it's a hard it's probably hard pass, as right. I would say. Because like if you're out here stealing chargers, that's shitty as mm-hmm. fuck. Don't be doing that. Yeah. People got to get connected. For free. Stay connected. For free. It's not for free. Free talk and text probably, but yeah. still, Touché. don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. And that gets us to our last solution, my favorite all time. Go ahead, Al. Should be on a fucking plaque at this point. Become a nomad. I'm get, let's get plaques that say I'm becoming a nomad. So like, anytime no, anyone annoys us, just be like. Even better, mm-hmm. let's get little like, like little name plates for our desk that says like, um, now a nomad or something. Oh, that's cute. You know, because that's like our title, like mm-hmm. Mrs. Nomad. I, I might as well be. You guys, it's getting around school. People are like, I want to go on a hike with you guys. We're like, yeah. Yeah, let's fuck it I up. I get it. Like, we have the fun on these hikes. Trees. We do. I love being outside nature. Mm. Si, senorita. All right. Let's get to some real solutions. Some real solutions. You know, ones that we've actually researched and shot. Yeah. So, uh, this is what I have for you. First. Okay. Okay. This comes from cleverly.me. I didn't even know that was the thing. Damn, cleverly. Didn't know that. Interesting. Or dot me. This is for smartphone charging problems and how to fix them. Okay. So, one of them was USB port. So, oh. it could be that I haven't honestly never thought it was the USB ports problem in my entire life. Now, maybe I'm just an idiot, which no, we all me know either. I'm not no, the greatest. No, but I. <laughs> Don't, don't shorten yourself like that. Aww. But, no, I would not have thought that either, so. Yeah. No, because, I mean, you, you tip it, it's, you're, you think it's the charger that's right. broken. Yeah, yeah, So, this is what they have to say. In 90% of cases, the USB port is the root of the problem. What? Right? 
Constant insertion of the charger connection into the USB port can cause the contacts to wear out. The port can also get clogged with dirt, dust, and lint. Damn. So this is how they say to fix it. To fix this, the first step is to turn off the phone and, if possible, remove the battery. Obviously, a lot of phones nowadays, you can't remove the battery, which I don't really understand, but whatever. Then, you can put a dry toothbrush to scrub the battery and the USB port clean. If, the does, if this doesn't get all the dirt out, try using a needle, a toothpick, or a thin piece of plastic. When you've removed all the dirt and dust, plug the charger back in, and the phone should work fine again. Damn, I would have never thought, but that's a very valuable point. That's a very, it makes sense to me. And I never would have thought of it because that's true. And think about like when you borrow other people's chargers, you're putting their port. It's like just going around, sleeping around. It is just putting ports all up in. Oh my goodness. You got to be cautious whose ports you're putting in you. I like to call the things, the things that you plug them into butts. Butts. Yeah. Oh, God, this got very rated I know. R. Very <laughs> this did get rated but R. But, I mean, the analogy helps me understand. I so know. It yeah. is what it is. Wow, and you have, like, a little extra help thing, oh, too. Oh, yes. So, um, I we will put it in the show notes. It's just a little YouTube video as to show you a few different ways that you can work on your phone, work on your charger to get it going if you think it is broken. Very cool. I love that. I'm glad that you really... Um, really went deep dive in because that's a good solution it's a good point to bring up because i don't think i mean i would imagine many other people wouldn't typically think that it was the usb port either because yeah we're smart and we didn't so right Right. (laughs) so we'll see but um i am gonna focus on the charging port okay Okay. um so this is from um carlcare.com which is funny because the guy at our school who's involved with all of the technology his name is carl so anyway Shout out to Carl. Uh, so this article, so funny. <laughs> this article is titled Six Solutions to Fix Phone Charger Port. So let's see. Uh, the first thing you could do is try out a different power source. This is probably um, some basic steps, but I mean, some good things that you could try before maybe scrubbing and taking your battery out and things. like. And if these things don't work, then you still have some options. Yeah. Um, and so... Sometimes the wall socket or the USB isn't working, so try to see if a different one works. Um, And it's a safer option, too, instead of trying to get it to work in, like, a faulty socket. Because sometimes, you know, old homes and things. Yeah. Um, You could also check the charging cable. Make sure it's sealed with no wire showing. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I know that I've had, like, phone chargers Um, for far too long. Yeah. And the casing comes, you know, starts to come off and then the wires are out and shit. Mm -hmm. So not a good look, not safe. So just make sure you check that. Um, Also, you need to check the charging adapter. Like going back to the USB discussion, um, just double check it. It can't hurt. You never know what the issue might be until you've checked all your boxes first. So you could even take a look of like that inside um, of the port, you know, that USB. Yeah, the butt, like you mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. Just give it a just check out the butt, too. Check out the butt. Check out the cord. Check out both ends of the cord. Just, check like, out give everything, like, a thorough look. Yeah, because I've Damn honestly it. never done that. I've always been like, it's broken, that's it. And then I go buy a new one. And then what if that shit works? I know. The fuck? I know, yeah. really, though. Capitalism. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, a few other things you could do. Um, Turn off your phone. 
give that baby a little reset okay maybe it needs a moment sometimes we need a moment that's just true. give it a shot and see what happens i that's like honestly one of my first things i always do i always just shut off my phone if like my phone is frozen or like apps are fucked up and most of the time it, 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 works. it fixes it it works uh last but not least check the cell phone's charging port Okay, so actually look at your phone's mm-hmm. charging port. Um, it could lie in your phone rather than the specific charger. Cross the T's, dot the I's. Make sure it's not in your beloved handheld computer. Nice. So nice. basically just check all your boxes. Check every freaking thing you can mm-hmm. before you um, go make a 30 $35 purchase. Yeah. Some chargers are expensive. Mm-hmm. At least yes, 20 Yes, they are. At least 20 All right. <sighs> I say we move on to when the fire alarm goes off. All right. Now, let's, like, make this a little bit more specific. When the fire alarm goes off for, like, no reason. Not Mm -hmm. if it actually goes off for a legitimate cause, obviously. I mean, that sucks, but that is not a minor inconvenience. That is a... Major. Yeah. So we're not going to... That's a very good We're not going to talk about that. That's a very good point. I'm glad that you specified. This is coming from the perspective of, like, you know, like, nothing's actually going on. You've checked it out. Now you're having to deal with this. Or you've heard that it's, like, a drill or some Mm -hmm. shit. So Mm -hmm. first things first. You, no matter what, are in a state of panic. Automatically. State of panic. The fire alarm goes off because it's... The fire alarm's going off. It's going off. <laughs> the, you've Panic. been told to stop, drop, and roll. You've been told to leave the building. You're told single file. There's just a lot of things. It's that not happen. a moment of calmness. It, it, I would say calm is out yeah. the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I know at school whenever it happens, like I'm prepared for it, and every time it happens, I'm like, oh my god, okay, let's Literally. go, you guys. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll touch on that, but. Yeah, it's state of panic automatically, no matter what Mm -hmm. you're doing, because it just really catches you off guard. Absolutely catches you off guard. Panicked, like, oh my gosh. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a fucking lot. (laughs) Oh, God. I mean, it is, yeah. I'm, like, layering her down. Like, it's a lot. I, like, was looking at the computer, and I looked up for a second, and it was just kind of scary. Yeah, like that's how much it is. And it startles the hell out of you. Yeah startled beyond words gosh especially us being teachers because we have to have those monthly drills i know i'm always like counting how many kids are in the room like it's just i'm like did i let one go out to the restroom i know like is one in the office is everyone here Mm -hmm. i'm like oh fuck what if it's a real fire yeah (sighs) yeah whole ass exactly whole ass state of panic startles the hell out Mm -hmm. so after you're being you are startled you go into survival mode you're like, okay, it is time to get the fuck out of here. Not, yeah, not only for yourself, but also yeah. in our situation with fucking 25 kids. I would say G.I. Joe's coming back. <laughs> G.I. Joe is a pro. He's getting around today. Maybe he'll make a, make a debut in our name. Mm. Mm, a little teaser. <laughs> but you already know what the name is because you're listening to the fucking episode. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway, I thought that was slick. But, mm. yeah, you really just want to get the fuck out. Yeah. That's kind of like survival mode. Like, panic, startled, survival mode, get the fuck out. Do you know what <laughs> I always think about when a fire alarm is sounded? What? 
Brian started the fire. <gasps> oh my gosh, I watched that episode because I've been listening to the Office Ladies podcast. Yes, I've started listening to it too. Oh my gosh, I forgot to tell you, it's amazing. Uh, isn't it fantastic? Yes. So if you haven't listened to it, y'all, um, and you've watched The Office, which if you haven't, how dare you? Yeah. Um, but it's Angela Kinsey and Jenna Fisher, and they actually recap rewatch episodes and recap mm-hmm. them and there's an episode per episode mm-hmm. so it's fabulous very fun and i think of that too and i love the headshot whenever you know he's sitting in the office and he's like i can't believe i started the yeah fire. <laughs> you know like holy shit we can't believe you started the fire either but you gotta be did. careful yeah because ryan yeah. started the fire and he was just a dump so mm-hmm. think about what you could do yeah that's a really good point yeah 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 then you're sitting there thinking, is this real? Is this fake? Should I go? Should I not I go? The answer smoke. is you should technically always go. Now, yeah. how often do I go when it happens in my apartment building is, I'm not going to disclose that information, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for being candid with us. Um, but that's fair. Yeah. Because there have been times at school where, you know, I might be in the restroom taking my like minimal pee breaks and it goes off, and I'm like, oh. I literally think I'm like, is it the end of the month? Because we normally run our drills at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. So that was my hope. But um, sometimes I just, I and I, I try to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. But I mean, damn it, I'm in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just, you never know if it's real or if it's fake. Unless somebody fills you the fuck in, that's for sure. Yeah. Stressful. And, you know, one of the most, like, pivotal points that I want to make, it's loud no matter which yes. alarm, yeah, no matter what alarm you listen to, it is They're loud. All They're all so They're loud. They're all so loud, dude. And, I mean... Blood-curdling loud. I get it. I I mean, I get it. Like, they yes, drove the very, point home. It's very important. But... I know. When you're not expecting that, you're not ready. It's like when you... Like, I would imagine, like, you shooting a gun, like, without mm-hmm. having, like... Warning, proper warning. Or, know. like, any, um... I don't know. I've never seen a gunshot ever. Any um like plugs up. in, you know what I mean? Because I've sh- I've sh- like I've shot like like at a range like with things in, but like it's loud, so mm-hmm. I could imagine it would be it's it's like that like consistency of mm-hmm. loud. And that very first one. I mean, I know we already kind of touched on it, but it's just shock. Yeah, state of shock. Shocking. A state of shock. So let me tell you a little a little bit about my apartment. Okay. My apartment where is we are right now. where we are right now. This The building that we live in is a mixed-use development. There's restaurants, there's office buildings, there's apartment buildings. So because um, part of it is commercial, we have, like, commercial fire, fire alarms. And they oh. do tests. And, oh, my God, these motherfuckers are loud as hell. No matter, no matter where you go in the building, it's loud as hell. It's just, it's... It's horrible. Oh, my God. I'm scared. I'm going to be here. When yeah. Hopefully it never happens. And it, it's it's really annoying because all the fire different alarms go off at different times. So it's just all over the place. And there's like oh six God. just in our apartment. So it's like double the anxiety. It's a lot. It's a lot of anxiety and stress for sure. That sucks. But I mean, glad they work. Yeah. Glad they work. <laughs> glad they work, dude. I was thinking back to you know being in school I'm like we've been out for like four days I'm like I'm thinking back to being in school we um you know we had to do our drills at the end of the month like I mentioned and the last one we did one of my students 
he literally, as soon as he heard it, he jumped out of his seat, ran to the door, kicked it open, and ran down the hallway. And I was, like, yelling his name as loud as I could, obviously, because the fucking fire alarms are going off. And, like, my other kids are getting in a line, and I'm, like, freaking out. And he finally comes back in, and I'm like, dude, you cannot do yeah. that. Like, you cannot run off when the fire alarm goes off. I know you're, like, shocked. Me too, but you cannot do that. Yeah. I am in charge of you. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. That put, it was, like, panic on panic. Yeah. I was like, nope, because I knew that hallway was about to flood with kids mm-hmm. trying to get out. You're about as to lose it that should kid. be. Yeah, and I was, oh, I mean, I, I put all I had into that yell, saying his name, like, get in here, dude, like, no chance that I'm letting, I'm losing you when a fire alarm goes off. Who was it? Do I know them? No, you don't know them. No. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but it was stressful, but they, they heard me, which, I mean, paid off, because you know I can be a loud bitch. That kind of reminds me of when porn was played in my classroom. <gasps> oh, my God. Should I tell that story really quick? <gasps> I know it's, like, really off topic. I think but... you should. Okay. A little teacher talk real quick. Here's a little teacher talk. So, this happened to me at the beginning of the school year. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we were obviously doing virtual school because of the pandemic and whatever. And um, at the beginning of the school year, we were doing dual teaching. So, we were teaching kids online and kids in person at the same time, which was just a shit show. A whole ass. So, we had shit Google shit. Meets going. Well, at the beginning of the year, we were having a lot of issues with them getting hacked. And it was mainly, like, kids, like, cussing and, you know, shit like that. Well, it... It, it was getting really, really bad. And um, one day I was in class. I had the meat projected on the the PAC uh, <laughs> projector or whatever. And um, gay porn starts to be played in my meat. Specifically gay porn. Yeah, and on the projector. Which, like, I mean, you know. Hey, it is Pride Month, so. It's, yeah. F- it's yeah, we love baby. the gays. Fuck that's yeah. for sure. Hell And yeah. if you like gay porn, that's totally cool. But, but like, and in a middle school, that's, like, that's, like, the last To thing. see a penis go into someone's ass. <laughs> oh, my hot. God. Please don't tell me that's ex- <laughs> Yeah. So, oh, I am so sorry. I remember when you told me that it was I the felt scariest just as bad as I twenty do right seconds now. of my entire life. Pure panic. Yeah. I, I would have asked, "Can I go home for the rest of the?" Day? Well, luckily, it was in seventh period, so like, thank God. And as soon as I like started to send like everyone the email, like whoever I needed to send an email to, the AP and uh, the technology dude came into my room, and I was like. Oh, thank God. And the AP was like, was it bad? And I was like, it was horrible. <laughs> it was like, you're like, it probably couldn't have been worse. It could not have been worse. That was the worst, like, I'm not joking, the worst 20, the maybe 30 seconds of my entire teaching career. And some kid hacked in. And, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Stupid SOBs. Yeah. Luckily, little they oof. figured out who was the hacker, but. I want you to tell me who it was later. Okay, well. I don't think I'll know who it is. No, now. I don't think so. But, you yeah. know. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, let's get to that. That was a fun fact in and of itself. (laughs) But yeah, let's get to some fun facts. All right. You're riled up. I want to keep it going. Start us off. This is from CNET.com. I I connect maybe, but I'm going with CNET for free. Wow. Okay. So the article (laughs) is How to Stop Smoke Detectors That Keep Going Off. Okay. There are, so this is mainly about the different types of smoke detectors and how they go off. So, like, trying to prevent these things would help, I guess. But either way, this is what it has to say. There are two different types of smoke detectors. 
Ionization smoke detectors have two plates with an, elect with an electric charge flowing between them. When something, like smoke, flows between these two plates, the electric charge is interrupted and the alarm is triggered. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So that's Very one type. Cool. The other type is photoelectric smoke detectors have a small light inside. When something enters the detector and, and reflects the light onto the sensor, the alarm is triggered. So both having to do, you know, with sensing. Yeah, very sensing. interesting. But they say both of these types of detectors don't really detect smoke. They're triggered by foreign objects interacting with parts inside the detectors. So it's not even necessarily smoke that is setting yeah, these Yeah, that's off. crazy. I mean, the first one was interesting. Yeah. Um, like, it made a little more sense. But the photo, the photoelectric one, that's, hmm. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, yeah. definitely hard to wrap Science right around. Science is cool as shit. Science is cool and as shit. engineering for that matter. Yeah, so that but that goes to show that like, it could there could be a lot of yeah. false alarms going on. That's true. That's true. Sometimes when I made pizza rolls in my old apartment, my old apartment, mm -hmm. um, it would it would like set off the smoke alarm, and yeah. we would just have to like take the broom and like had really tall ceilings, so we'd have to fan it out or like take the broom and press that button to reset it. Mm -hmm. But you know, it is what it is. But you know what I found, Han? I, I found a fire and smoke alarm fact. What? Sheet. Yeah, it's actually from the redcross.org, so um, I Very figured legit. I'd just share a few facts. If you go to the site, which of course it will be in our show notes, um, as we always do, mm -hmm. this will um, give you a little bit more facts, but I just wanted to add two kind of shocking ones that I thought would be yeah, good tell ones. Us. Good ones. Uh, so first things first, sprinklers and smoke alarms together cut your risk of dying in a home fire 82% in relation to having neither. Mm. 82%. That's that's a really big percent. I mean... And I'm pretty sure this fact sheet is dated a little bit. And I'd like to th think, and if I further researched, that percentage would be higher now that we have better technology. I would pro I would say so. If I, I could make I'd that say that's a safe but, assumption to But make. I mean... I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. And one another one that I found that I thought was pretty important says that smoke alarms should be tested monthly and batteries replaced yearly. Or as soon as you hear a low battery warning, which usually sounds like a chirping noise. Oh, that chirping noise is so annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, if you have one, you might, you know, just add it to the chores, you know, the things you have to do, you know, like mm -hmm. washing your bed sheets every two weeks and, th you know, like things, things like that. that yeah. Things like that. Um, I agree. To get your life together mm -hmm. and make sure your shit's working. Yeah. Especially if you have kids and pets and stuff. Make it part of your spring cleaning, maybe. Right. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Around that time, you just check all get the shit. Get new batteries. Make sure stuff. things are Gucci. Yeah. Yeah. I like That's that. That's a good idea. That is a good idea, Han. Very good. So, I have one, another little fun fact. Ooh. Okay. This comes from nfpa.org. Okay. Smoke alarms. This All is right. what they... I like it. Let's yes. hear it. The death rate per 1,000 reported home fires was more than twice as high in homes that did not have any working smoke alarms compared to the rate in homes with working smoke alarms. So, that would be 13 deaths versus 5.8 deaths per 1,000 fires. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, yeah, I, I thought that was a pretty shocking number. Yeah, we got some statistics going on here. They Very also, interesting. Right? They also say dead batteries caused one quarter, 26% of the smoke alarm failures. So that yeah. kind of brings us back to that, you know, make sure, make sure you're, I didn't really realize how important it was to make sure, I mean, I guess I did realize, but 
Yeah. it's Once you see the numbers, it makes it a little it, bit more real. Th- there's a lot to be kept up with yes. when you live on your own. Yes. It's easy to let things yeah. slip. I mean, shit, like, I, j- I was just cleaning out my apartment, and, like, God, I could have really dusted that place a little bit better, you know? Mm-hmm. I definitely did not, but it's, like... You know, just making sure you add this to, like, some, some things you already do. Habit mm-hmm. stack, like we mentioned, you know? Yeah. Do some habit stacking or something crazy. Agreed. Agreed. All right, shall we get to the best part? Mm-hmm. The best part, the hand and owl solutions. Yes. All right, start us off. Let that bitch burn. We're just, we're totally just joking, but let I read that, that today turn. and I was like, wow, <laughs> she really went for it. It's like, who's going to be the totally, one? totally, totally, totally just joking, but... I mean, it's, it just feels good to say sometimes. It's not not a, it's it's not not a solution. Yeah, it's not the best. It's definitely it's definitely not the best no, solution. But, but I it's mean, not not a solution. People do this. People haven't not done this. Yes, that's true. So that's a really good point. Yeah. Um. So you could do that. Mm-hmm. Don't. Uh. Find the nearest exit and get moving. I mean. Yeah, go, just you to need like, to go outside. Just so you can get a better idea of what's really going on. If you're outside the building, you can look at the building and actually, okay, like, do oh, I see smoke? Do fire. I see a fire? Like, mm-hmm. is there anything, like, hitting the building? You know, you have a better idea of what's going on. Because if you're inside those walls, you honestly don't have a damn clue unless yeah. you're right near yeah. whatever the fuck's going on. I have a story about a fire that actually happened, and I saw it. Oh, my <gasps> God. Ooh, okay. I, I can't believe I didn't even think about this. Interject. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'm getting off track today. No, but it's very, so very. So, um, I went to the music school and in the music school, there was two separate wings and there was an elevator in each of them. So I was about to walk into one of the wings and this was the wing that had all the practice built, all the, uh, practice rooms and the rehearsal rooms and things such as that. And there was like a small auditorium. So I was walking in there one day and the elevator opens up and there's, it's fucking on fire in the corner the and like three people like walk out of the elevator and we're like, Oh my God, what the fuck? So like, obviously the fire alarms go off and like people, people are like, you know, ah, whatever. And I'm like, no y'all like there's a fire happening right now. We got to get out of there. So, you know, we sat and we waited and they canceled class for the rest of the day. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh. So. What the fuck? An elevator fire? That's that's like two big no's. Yeah. Yeah. Scary shit. Yeah. Damn. Well, yeah. They let that. Some people have that mindset. Let that bitch burn. Like, yeah. No, it's no big deal. But point being, I got the fuck out of that building. Right. Get moving. <laughs> right. Like they taught us. Drill or not, you don't want to be inside. Stop, drop, and roll, bitches. Stop, drop, and roll that bitch. I remember that so vividly learning that in elementary school. So it's like, I mean, if I can remember anything during that time, it's mm-hmm. stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. Dwight even did it in that episode when Ryan started the fucking fire. Heat ball. I mean, Ryan started the fire. So. He army crawled, really, but. Uh, close enough to stop, drop, and roll. Everybody out. <laughs> he stopped, dropped, and crawled. Yeah, that would be the Dwight way. Mm-hmm. That would be the Dwight way. Something else you could do is uh, you could always scream. Um, you could always scream. You could always scream. Yeah. You could always <laughs> to scream. To up your stress level. Yeah. To yeah. up your stress level. Um, um, and do the same to the other mid-panic. Wait. Okay. Hold on. You could always scream to up your stress level and do the same for others mid-panic. Yeah. What do you, wait, scream, 
You could always scream to up your stress level. Okay, I get and, that. And do the same for others mid panic. Like other people, like when you scream, other people's are gonna, other people are going to like. Oh, 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 oh. So you're saying let's just stress everyone out even yeah, more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like just scream. I did and not. It's gonna cause panic among every fucking body else too. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. That, I could have like, worded that better. That took me a second to get because I was like, wait, that's not really, that's not a solution. Because like you're, you're you're stressed. Well, letting but that it is bitch a solution. burn is not a solution. It, I know. Like, and then I was like, wait. I mean, it's yeah. one of our solutions I for mean, sure. So but, like... screaming would alert people. That's for damn sure. <laughs> screaming would alert people. But yeah, uh, listen to the solid ones we actually research and not these. <laughs> Point B. Don't listen to ours. <laughs> right. Listen to us talk, but don't maybe take all these solutions yeah. super seriously. Sometimes we're on point. Obviously, we're not for this one. <laughs> right. But to even the even the playing field after that horrendous one, <laughs> pop out the nearest window and hope for the best. Okay. Yeah. You know, like find a window and get the fuck out. If like you can't get to the door. I know I have a lot of fire stories, but I have something else to say. Shit, bitch. Are you an arsonist? <laughs> well, I do love fire. I really do. Oh, okay. Man, are you a fire sign? I have no idea. That you are? Probs. No, me, me. Probs. Oh, Libra. Libra looking ass. La, 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 Libra. So, uh, there was one Christmas, one year. Okay. Damn. I used to live in this four-story home, and my bedroom was on the top floor. And there was one Christmas where my dad was obsessed with... Um, fire safety so for christmas one year he <laughs> sounds got, like the mm-hmm. national lampoons yeah right oh, so one year he got us like fire extinguishers and he got me a ladder because i was on the top floor so this ladder would hook onto my window and like go all the way down to the ground so <gasps> i could get to the ground from my room if there was a fire oh, happening oh scott is such a good fucking dude that is the cutest thing i've ever heard a whole last ladder to get down four stories yeah, well, it was, I guess it was technically three because there was a basement level, but, or well, I guess two. Man, that is so stinking cute. I know. Wow. And that's the way you do it, folks. Just be a Scott. Just be a Scott. Honestly. Just be a Scott. Please Get it be together. Him. We need more, more of him in this world. Hell yeah, we do. Yeah. All right. You know what we need more of? Solutions. Some solid solutions. Yeah, some solid solutions for these wonderful people listening. <laughs> right. This comes from consumerreports.org. Ooh. How to reset a smoke alarm that won't stop. First, try the reset button on each smoke alarm. Okay, well, obviously, I feel like that goes without saying. But yes. they also say, if that doesn't work, flipping the circuit the circuit breaker off and back on might stop the noise. If all of that fails, your ultimate solution may be to disconnect the smoke alarm and remove their batteries one by one. One by one. So you're just like, you just like keep shutting it off as much as you yeah, can, basically. Yeah, exactly. All right. That's like, that. That, so th- those are some easy things you can do yeah. without having to, you know, like call somebody. Really do anything. Exactly. Well, I did a little research in myself, and this is from ADT.com, um, the security peeps. You know, those blue signs that people have in their yard? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so it's why your fire alarm goes off randomly. Okay. Uh, so first, it says smoke detectors offer an inexpensive way to protect your home and family from fire hazards. Smoke alarm sounds can be triggered randomly by dirty sensors and a number of other elements. Here are some other common causes of false smoke alarms. So um, there's 13. I'm going to go through them somewhat quickly, but clearly. This is kind of what we were talking about in the fun facts a little bit, too. Yeah, so Yeah, it is. It's just going to give you some specifics, mm-hmm. real specifics. Mm-hmm. Nitty and gritty, if you Yeah, will. getting in the knit. 
All right, so number one, smoke from burnt food or cooking. Mm -hmm. Two, fireplace smoke or outdoor campfires blowing indoors. Three, steam from cooking food. Four, shower steam. Mm. Yeah. Five, high humidity. Interesting. Six, water leaks. Seven, malfunction. So just fucking up. Mm -hmm. Eight, batteries needing changing. Nine, excessive dust. Ten, debris on the sensors. Eleven, chemicals. Twelve, bugs. Thirteen, end of life. There you have it. The end of life. Wow. Yeah, like, it's just like... Oh, the end of the I've life I've done of the... my job. I see, I see. The sensor is done. Yeah, got it, got it. God, I'm having a hard time understanding things today. That's okay. But that... Yeah. Um, which brings us back to, like... That's a lot of things. And I was just thinking, like, one of those... Like, what number was it? It said chemicals, number 11. Like, when I spray Febreze, like... Like, I, I mean... Didn't think about you know what that. I mean? Like, yeah. that shit, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Huh. Makes me think... Possibly. This, this makes me think a lot, a lot about. We're learning a lot as we, like, do this podcast, and I'm so glad that we had the recommendation to do some more research on yeah. our solutions, because I think it's been beneficial to hopefully everybody listening, and it's, I know it's been beneficial. Oh, my God. Beneficial. Beneficial to me. us. Yeah, absolutely. So, I completely agree with I, that. Thank you, Benjamin, for that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Bill. All right. Shall we get to topic number three? I think it's definitely time, because i got a lot to say. Mm-hmm. When a bird shits on you. <laughs> oh. Why does this suck? <laughs> I'm not going to, like, give you all the details yet, y'all, because we'll go, we'll, go, we'll go with the specifics as to why this sucks in general. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to share quite the personal experience with you. But, I mean, like, you know it's dirty. It's bird shit, so it's dirty. I don't want bird shit on me. I want it's all my fe- things. It's feces. Like it's shit. It's literally. It's. I mean, like we discussed. There's no other way to describe it than like poop. It's poop. Like, poop. like uh, yeah, right. And like feces is honestly sounds worse to me. Um, I know so it does. it's like, uh, of course, why would you want that? You don't want any type of shit near you, quite frankly. Yeah, so, and I don't think it, birds are like pee. I'm pretty right. So like, they sure they certainly shit. They, so yeah, they I certainly can tell shit. you that much. So it's so it, it's unsanitary. Like. I mean, no. there's no, there's no way that can be sanitary. No, <laughs> no, it's shit. Mm-mm. No, absolutely not. And quite frankly, it's an unpleasant surprise. Yeah. It is not, it is not welcome and never welcome it is in my surprise. book. And it's, it's, it's an unpleasant, unfortunate surprise. Honestly, all of our topics this week are unfortunate surprises. They are. They really are, though, now that I think about it. I know. The unfortunate surprises. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. Minor inconveniences, but real unfortunate surprises. Ain't that the truth? But can I tell you what I thought in this personal? I'm not going to give you the detail. But out of all the places on God's green earth, why me? The birds, out of all the places you could have shit, you chose me. My head, my face for example. Yeah. Yeah. I Why not, you know, right next to me on the fucking road? Like I, I don't, don't understand. I I don't I don't I don't really get it either, but like you're why? one in a million, you oh, know? That's really sweet of you to just like <laughs> Yeah. It's like that time with the squirrel when you said it was okay. We're not going to go there. <laughs> no. But that's what that moment reminded yeah. me. Yeah. 
hand, you're good. But Aww. why me? Why? Because you're special. Okay. I think so. Okay. I appreciate that. You should be honored. I am honored, but I'm still not great. Yeah. You think great it's with good the idea f- of a bird shitting on me? Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. I could probably pass that one. Like yeah. I'm good if that never happens again. They say you should go buy a lottery ticket when you get shit on by a well, bird. Well, damn, I wish you would have told me that day. Well, I didn't know until I was researching it, but we'll get to that later. Okay, we will. <laughs> we will. So, um, yeah, we've really gone on why it sucks, but we have more things to say. Um, As you mentioned, like, yeah, you low-key kind of are on it. Yeah. Because, like, you've heard it's good luck for some fucking reason. Right. But... Also, there's bird shit on me, so yeah. it's like, how lucky am I? <laughs> I think uh, you should feel, uh, I don't know. Unique? Unique. You should feel unique. The issue was... Let me know if anybody out there has been shit on by a bird. I know. I've never been shit on by a bird, so I think, like, it's hard for me to fully understand, like, how terrible it is just because I've never had another animal, like, shit on me before. Yeah, it's not good. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry okay. that you understand and it so well. It's okay, but I'm glad that I have a lot to say because we as soon as this happened, I mean Han saw me. She came over yeah, after she was not like right after it happened. She's not my good. And she immediately was like, We're gonna we're gonna do this next week because she knew I'd be fresh. Because yeah. I am fresh <laughs> on this fresh. shit. Because you know what? Like as if birds weren't already yeah, annoying as Birds are already. annoying as fuck. They're always up in your business. I'm they not are, about they're birds. Fucking a peeing on our or peeing. Like shitting on our deck and on some of our plants, and I'm just not yeah, that you all have a lot of birds over by you. Yes, it's the trees. It, they do like you have some nice it's trees. It's the trees, but yeah, that's that's gonna be solved here soon. But yeah. okay, Al, let's just like go ahead and tell um, the people what they want. Reveal it. Okay, so the reason that this topic just really hits close to home is because, like I said, Han came over. I think you guys came over Sunday. Yes, I think it was Sunday. Hannah and Dalton came over on Sunday to um, my new home. I moved in with the one and only Jake. And so they came over just to kind of hang and, you know, eat some dinner and just be great friends. And so Jake and I were actually getting a little uh, bonfire ready, setting up some chairs, which is, you know, I'd say like 25 feet behind his house. So we were walking back. And as I'm walking back on the gravel road up to the house... I shit you not, and take that literally, um, a bird shit right, so, like, in the middle of my face. So, like, the shit, like, hit my glasses. Thankfully, these babies were there, which they got cleaned and disinfected. But they hit right fucking here. And She's then, like, pointing, like, right then, at the bridge of, like, yeah, the, the, bridge of the bridge of my of nose, nose, all over my glasses on the lens, and then, like, almost, like, down the side of my nose. Oh, God. And literally, Jake was standing right next to me. He was like, oh, 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 oh my God. Oh, oh babe. Oh, okay. All right. Like, just just walk. Like, here, do you want my shirt? And I was like, no. And I, like, I literally immediately was like, oh, my God. You know, like, just immediate, like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, like, I walked inside and, like, I was like, oh, and I, like, 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 did that little screech and I kicked off my shoes and I went upstairs and I just had to have a moment because I was like, mm-hmm. shitting me right now. Like, yeah. But. Damn, she, yeah, she was not in a good mood, and I knew she wasn't going to be in a good mood as soon as, like, we got out of the car, and Jake said, 
she just got shit on by a bird. <laughs> I knew like, that he was probably. <laughs> I knew that he was probably going to tell you guys, which I appreciated because I was like, "Damn it!" Like I know they're about to pull up, and I'm already just pissed off. Yeah. Like, which it was. I got over it, but yeah. I, I was just like, she got over. She rebounded very quickly. Yeah, the immediate like, really, mm-hmm. it hit me hard. Yeah, I was not appreciated, but 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 um, you know, just another good story to add to the list. Any any things that you can relate to? Um, no, nothing worth telling. Really? Yeah. Damn. That was, I just, I can't, I can't compare. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you don't have to compare. You know what I mean? Because it's really just not. So uh, let me, let me read my fact. Okay. Cause I, I want you to, I want you to feel better about this situation. Wow. That's so kind of you. I'm excited. So this article is called bird poop is getting pooped on good luck or bad luck. Who, who who knows, but we're, we might find out. We'll find out. This comes from chipperbirds.com. Well, probably legit, so. So, it, the, when I was reading, it was just basically talking about, you know, like we said, they say, you know, it's very rare to get shit on by a bird, and you might as well buy a lottery ticket if it happens, because right? it's, like, you know, very rare. rare. So, these are some of the reasons why it may be good luck. First is what birds symbolize, so the bird symbolization. <clears throat> Birds are laden, is that the right word, laden? Mm -hmm. Birds are laden with mystical and magical symbolism and meaning. Some cultures believe that birds are messengers of supernatural beings, and should one visit your home, you will be getting some good news soon. So I think that's very cool. Okay. To others, birds are believed to be incarnations of beautiful guardians, and when you see the same bird following you, it's there to protect you. Oh, I love that. So that's, you know, uh, birds can be very touching to people. I know some people who see their guardians who have passed in birds. Yeah, and I kind of think about that. You know, time. so uh, they do symbolize the good things, and I could see... So I'm a shit on you. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I like that. That's very cool. And yes. you saw some more things. Yes. Here's the, the next thing they say. Low odds of birds pooping on you. Although there are many birds in the sky, the chances of getting pooped on is is rare. Yep. Actually, rarer than winning the lottery, they say. So, I told you. And I saw that on many different websites. So, this isn't... I'm not just shitting you right now. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I feel it. Okay. All right. Here's number three. All right. Hit me with it. Another reason would be just to be turning inconveniences into a favorable event. Right. What we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Basically what we're trying to what do. We, basically what, what we, this podcast is. <laughs> what, what Cherry on Top is about. Yeah, you want to turn your <laughs> shitty ass days into better ones. Right. <laughs> so they said, we as humans tend to find the silver lining in situations as part of our emotional fence, defense mechanism. Fuck I yeah. literally saw this and I was like, I have to put this in because this is us. That's like, me. That's yeah. you. That, yep. Thinking, oh, wow, today is my lucky day is much more pleasant than feeling sorry for yourself and your freshly washed and dried hair that is now stained with bird excrement. Yes. Was your hair freshly washed? Yeah, day? it didn't oh, get in my hair, but I still washed it. Yeah, I would have Because I was it just too. like... It was too close to your head. Yeah, too close to home. Yeah, I would agree. Well, then they say, turning the inconvenience of cleaning up bird poop into a positive feelings of good luck, hope, and general positive thoughts can, in a sense, be as proof that being pooped on is a fortunate event. So, well, those are some of the different to that reasons why. Or whatever the fuck that shit well, I'm sorry. I know. That's but, okay. Like, I'm know. alive. I'm fine. It was just like, wow. 
That really sucks. What are the odds? I know. And I bet they're low. Very. They, they but are. But here I am. they were. I am bird woman. Yeah. She, <laughs> she's, I see the feathers coming in now. Oh, gosh. You're like, uh, what's that, what's that one movie, Black Swan? Oh, oh wow. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's funny? Um, hopefully some of my friends who called me this listen to our podcast, but in high school, like, a few of my friends, like, as a joke, called me Swagabird, because I had just so much swag. Swagabird? One thousand percent. I'm not kidding. Wow, you're really cool, Al. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I knew how to have a good time, that's for sure. Always making just the best out of a situation, right? All right, it's time for the the third best part of the entire... Oh, I know. You have a fun fact. Sorry, (gasps) I jumped around, remember? I'm so, so sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's exciting. Well giving a little bit more backstory to some of those reasons as to why it might be a good thing a bird shits on you this is from the website allpetsjournal.com and the article is titled origin of what it means when a bird shits on you okay so something a little bit more in depth yeah so like where this began okay tell us please So, before you head outdoors and try to catch yourself some of this luck, you should understand how something so disgusting can be looked at as a sign of luck. Animal poop is the digestion digestion of what they've eaten, and food signifies vitality, good health, and abundance. For these reasons, animal poop has gained the significance of bringing wealth to those who receive a dropping of it on their person. Ah, where my money is. Anyway, in a sense, if a bird should poop on you, it has transferred its prosperity. The fact that the bird has been lucky enough to find food and eat well enough for its digestion system to function. So sharing the poop is sharing its prosperity. Hmm. Which, I did just buy a bunch of food at Sam's Club, so. Yeah, it was full circle. Yeah, Little karma, maybe. Yeah, baby. Uh, So, knowing the reason why a bird's poop is looked at as a sign of good health and abundance should make receiving one of their offerings more desirable. You may still have questions on what it means when a bird poops on you. However, here are three possible reasons it is considered a blessing to receive a bird's poop dropping on you from the sky, which you can find more in our show notes on this website, allpetsjournal.com. Yeah, interesting. That kind of reminds me of just like cicadas that we have cicadas right now and like it's i hate the cicadas but at the same time they're doing a lot of really good things for the environment so yeah and you know what as long as they don't bother me or cause harm like whatever yeah so similar to you know even though the situation sucks at least like it is for a good cause yeah a healthy bird sure a healthy environment a healthy bird a healthy environment that's true just don't aim for the humans. Yeah. But then again, we low-key deserve it. But mm-hmm. damn, not on my face, okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice one. Thank you. Now it's time. Yeah, now it's time for our solutions. All right. So give us the first one, Ian. You could carry an umbrella with you wherever you go. LOL. You could carry an umbrella with you wherever you go. And you know what this really threw me back to? Do you remember growing up those umbrella hats you could buy? Yes, I do. Oh, my God. Me and my sister had one, and I really fucked with them. And You had one? No, you didn't. Oh, yeah, wow. you absolutely did. They were popular around the same time as, like, the cans that you put the straws in in your hat. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? You're right, yes. Um, that reminds me of Spongebob. What was his name? Um, I don't know, but I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuzzy something? I don't know. Mm. Anyway. But, yeah, the umbrella hats or an umbrella, yeah. Then, you know, not shit is getting on the, you. Like, 
quite physically on you. Oh, yeah. get on your umbrella. But that's a lot to have an umbrella everywhere you go. It's extra. That's pretty That's extra as fuck. Um, make sure you have a tied-to-go stick at hand. Yeah, that's always a good idea to keep, especially, mm-hmm. like, if you listen to previous episodes, you spill shit on yourself yeah. like we do. So, like, if it's you're a in a must. situation where, like, Al was, at, thankfully, at home, but, like, if you were not at home and it got on your clothes, you could at Near least... Near work! You could at least try to save the stain. Resolve it a little bit Resolve before you go home. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't set in as much. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um... Like you mentioned, Han, and you brought me up a little bit. Um, look at it as good luck. Yeah, just, like, try just to... Just take it in stride, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll try my best. I know that's kind of a hard one, but, you know. Just in the moment, it's just, like, yeah, oh, for I'm sure. dramatic for yeah. a minute, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think... Whatever. I think a lot of people would have handled it a whole lot <coughs> they did, so... Sorry, I had a cough. Yeah. Um, how dare you? How dare a human cough? I know. You could stop going outside. Which is just, like, obviously not a possibility for us, but... Nope. I'll never not do that. That sounds like, like hell, actually. Move to space. Get to space. Yeah. Get to space. I'm a spaceman. She's a spaceman. Yeah. And you could also maybe just avoid just the general area where you know birds congregate. Mm-hmm. Just So I'm, like, probably not going to be on my front porch chilling right by where those birds are. No. But typically they're probably not going to be there all- be out there when I am, so. But just maybe don't park your car under a tree, even though he's a cool. Absolutely, you know. right. Or maybe, right. I don't know. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. All right. Do Let's get into some real solutions. Do you mind if I start us off? Please do. So I want to talk, like, talk about this before I um, get into it. So obviously, like, birds are going to shit, right? Like, we can't, like, make birds not poop. Like, we don't want that. So really just learning how to accommodate and work with in your home setting, specifically, as I mentioned just a minute ago, like a deck, your car, you know, just how to keep that happy medium. So this is from plasticinehouse.com. Um, interesting name. Uh, 12 tips on how to keep birds from pooping on my deck, porch, patio, and pool. There are a few of these that I already kind of knew about thanks to my lovely grandma, but I want to mention um, just one, okay? Um, wind chimes. <gasps> oh, what a good solution. I love wind chimes. So wind chimes are a great way to A, be decorative as fuck. Um, and peaceful and also they keep birds away and this is why they're probably the most aesthetically pleasing bird deterrent on this list as i mentioned and pleasing to your ears but the power behind wind chimes is also twofold birds don't like the shiny reflective light that shines from the metal pieces first of all and they also don't like the sound as it's not a sound they're familiar with or understand Hang wind chimes from trees, your fence, or overhang of your front porch, or one of those metal hooks that they often come with. And the nice thing about wind chimes is that it won't be obvious that you're using them to scare off birds. They'll simply seem as though they're part of your garden or patio decor. And plus, the sound gives off a pretty darn relaxing sound. That's a that's fantastic. I right. love that. You should put some on your front porch. Oh, wind chimes are about to make an appearance. Yeah. Um, also, one other thing I wanted to just, like, add in here is that um, getting, like, um, like a stone owl or something mm-hmm. along those lines, like, like a, a statue of that, like an owl, like, birds do not like mm-hmm. that. So, honestly, I might get a little owl, too. Yeah, owls probably eat them, so... 
Yeah. I mean, hate to be shitty, but like, you well, can't. I think that was can't a, be shitty on my own. Yeah. No, I think that was a fantastic solution. I, I right? love that one. Right. And Ugh. it's like, it's, it's, it's twofold because yeah. you know, you get to have a decorative peaceful thing, but also like keeps birds away from mm-hmm. fucking with your shit. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. What you got for me? This comes from citypests.com. Okay. How to keep birds away from your car. Ooh. I figured, you know, if they're away from your car, they're probably further away from you. Hell yeah. One of the most popular and effective ways to keep birds from coming near a parked car is to post a fake owl mm-hmm. or snake in the vicinity. Yep. This item can actually be placed on the car itself or at least close enough for birds to have a glimpse of it from virtually any approaching direction. Carports, decks, Porches and tall lawn ornaments provide natural display areas that fulfill the purpose without interfering with the natural landscape or design theme. Yeah. So a little bit like what Al was saying. Yeah, I like that too, though. You know. More solutions. Yeah, more solutions. Or you could, like, put a snake in, like, the front of your car, like, on the thingy. That's true. On the dashboard. That's true. God, that would scare the shit out of me every time I got my car. Yeah, that would be scary. (gasps) Heebie-jeebies. Heebie-jeebies. Maybe not. My mom used to put snakes in my drawers as a kid because I changed so much. Oh, I think I remember you telling me that. She only had to do it, like, once because, like, I learned. Yeah. I can imagine. LOL. I I probably would have learned, too. I don't mind snakes quite as much now, but. Right, me either, but, like, oh, yikes, Mm -hmm. McGee. As a Mm eight-year-old, hard pass. Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> All right. It's segment time. It is. This is uh, a little segment we like to call Ripe and Rotten Cherries. We do like to call this Ripe and Rotten Cherries because we are going to both share a ripe, positive, lovely cherry with you of our week. And then we're also going to share a not-so-ripe, a rotten one with yeah. you as well. So do you want to start us sure. off? I'm going to talk about my ripe cherry. Wait, should we do rotten first so we can leave it on a high note, I guess? Yeah, let's both do rotten and we'll both end in ripe. Um, I, don't, I, I need to think on my rotten, so you go first. Okay, so, um, well, okay, actually this time my rotten kind of goes with my ripe, so let me just kind of do both. Okay. Okay. So, first, my ripe one is that I just moved and I moved in with Jake, the one who I love, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited for the change um, we are in a house, have so much more space and yeah, I'm just really excited. So it's been, um, it's been nice getting things situated. We were able to move me out in like two days in a weekend, which is nice. Just us. Um, so it's good to just be like done, moved mm-hmm. in, you know what I mean? Um, but a not so great thing that happened this week, we were having some sewage and like drainage issues yesterday. So he's still working from home due to the pandemic. And since I'm a teacher, you know, we're on summer break. So I was home as well, but I was actually heading out to go meet up with some coworkers to have some drinks. And surely enough, we started having sewer issues. Mm-hmm. Luckily it got resolved, but it was not fun to deal yeah, with. That does not sound fun at all. Very rotten, mm-hmm. to say the least. Yeah. What about you? Give me, give me your ripes and rottens. Um, I'm trying to think of a rotten, and I just like really can't think of anything. I That's like really, a good really can't. I guess you know what? I do know my rotten. So one of the assistant principals at our school is leaving. That is a rotten. So I'm just very sad because I liked her a lot. She me very too. much supported the arts. Like, she's just, like, a really cool gal. And it's sad to see her go. So I guess that would be my rotten. second that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 hell yeah for yeah. sure. Well, yeah. she will be very missed. Very much missed by a lot of employees there. So a lot of the staff members. Yeah. So that's definitely my rotten. 
Um, my ripe... No, wait, no. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My ripe cherry um, is going to have to be... I'm going to look a little bit into the future, actually. I'm going camping this weekend, and you all know I love, 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 love camping. So I'm just very excited to be on the road, be on nature. I think we're spending the night from the 4th to the 8th, so 4th, 5th, 6th. Seventh, eight. Whoa, that's a four full nights. So that'll, that'll be, be nice. so great, Han. Yeah. So you have to let me know how it goes. I'm, I'm excited for you. Okay. Yeah, I shall. I'll probably let you all know too. Yeah, we'd love to hear your insights, updates. Nice. All the good things. Wow, that was episode freaking thirteen. Uh, I love the number thirteen. I knew it was going to be great, and it was. <sighs> it was great. That energy just. Whew. I know. That's Didn't even need summer, a Red Bull for that you know, baby. Summer energy. Am just I right? pure me, pure you, and pure me. Oh, but. Just a reminder before we let you guys go, make sure if you haven't followed us on Instagram and Twitter, go ahead and search up Cherry on Top Pod. Give us a like and a follow. Make sure you subscribe, um, which that's very easy to do. We are on nine streaming platforms, and you can actually find those in our bios Mm -hmm. on Twitter and Instagram. And then if you hit subscribe, you will automatically download every episode that drops when, Hannah? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. And more importantly, before Wednesday, we give you a little sneak peek of the episode topics on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So if you um, are on Instagram and Twitter, that is really going to be the access point for everything. Yeah. Our streaming platforms. Go follow us on social media and we'll keep you up to date Absolutely. All the time. We've got all the info for you and we are excited to share more. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we hope you have a good rest of your week. We do. And we'll see you next week for episode 14. Episode 14 is a go. It is. Adios. Thank you.